This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello, everyone. This is the Evil Chocolate Cookie. Receiving an email while bringing you tonight's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. And thankfully, Ken helped me to figure out exactly where we stand in this tournament. He said at the beginning of tonight's game that there were only three spots left in the semifinals. So by the end of this game, that will put us at two, which will reorient me to where we are in this never-ending sea of tournaments. So, thank you, Ken, because this tournament mess is melting my soul. But we had an interesting we had an interesting game today. I, I can safely say that. So, I think we should talk about it. And how do we do that? Well, we start by meeting our contestants. Today, we had Carrie, David, and Danielle. And out of those three, Danielle is the one that I remember, and I think everybody remembers Danielle because she was the player who managed to defeat Matea Roach, who, as you know, went on a 23-game winning streak in Season 38, the season at the Super Champions. And Danielle actually won that game by $1 and broke the Friday curse for Challengers of an Ultra Champ because up until that moment, no Super Champ or Ultra Champ or whatever you want to call them had been defeated on a Friday, but Danielle changed that. Which was really kind of awesome, and she won that game by one dollar. One dollar! And it was it was just so epic and so awesome. Like, of course I was sad that Matea lost, but just that kind of a game made it hard to be, you know, too upset, because that was just... It was kind of... It was actually, it was a lot epic, so... You couldn't stay sad for long. Because you're just like, oh my god, what a player. So, yeah. This game was in a lot of ways a three-way ping-pong match. Because it seemed like everyone was bouncing the lead back and forth between them for a lot of the game. It was like, oh, I have it. No, I have it. No, I have it. It was just like, boing, 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 boingity, boing, boing, boing. And these three actually split the daily doubles. Evenly split the daily doubles. Everybody got one. And I think the overwhelming majority of them went very, very well. Danielle managed to get herself yelled at by making a true daily double wager in Double Jeopardy. But I barely had time to yell at her before she had the right answer out of her mouth. So I guess it worked out okay. But we, we won't get into my feelings on True Daily Doubles past the end of the first round. Because, well, we've talked about that enough. So, yeah. It actually reminds me of a joke that I posted online one time. I'm going to go off on a tangent here just to share this, but 
we were talking about the English language being such a weird thing. And I said, you know, it's interesting because if you're in Jeopardy, that's awful. But if you're on Jeopardy, that's a good thing. And someone wrote back, yeah, and if you and if your problems double up in one day, is that double Jeopardy? Or is that a true daily double? And I wrote back, not sure, but if you're falling off the edge of a cliff, does that put you in final Jeopardy? <laughs> Speaking of the English language messing with our brains, we had a tricky questions category today. It was just, you know, those trick questions that you see in riddle books and stuff like that. And I just, I love those. I seriously love those. Like one of them was, this, this is the reason a man cannot marry his widow's sister. And I'm just like, uh, what? And then it clicked about the time someone rang in and went, uh, because he's dead? Which is, yeah, you know, exactly correct, but just that category as a whole cracked me up. So, yeah, I, I love categories like that. Because it, it tries to confuse you. It's like this one that I... It's like this one I saw one time. Brian's mom has four children. The first is a boy named Gerald. The second is a girl named Susan. And the third is a boy named Robert. The fourth child is another boy. What is his name? And people are just like, huh? But it literally says right at the start of the question, Brian's mom. So the fourth kid's name has to be Brian. <laughs> I, I, lo- I love stuff like that because it really just, it makes you think. But anyway, back on to the, back to the game. W- once we get to Final Jeopardy, and Ken pointed this out, so I'm going to share it here. As happened in the game, in Danielle's first game where she managed to beat Matea, she was the only one to come up with the correct response in Final Jeopardy. And as a result, plopped herself very firmly into the semifinals with a wager that very nearly prompted me to start yelling at her. Only it actually, you know, worked out. Because you folks know how I am over stupid wagers, so yeah. But that was today's very intense three-way ping pong tournament of a game in a nutshell. It was, it was really, really fun, and, you know, seeing Danielle, she was my pick to win, because I, I've always liked her. Like I said, even though I was sad because Matea lost, you know, losing to a player like that, you can't be sad for long. So, Danielle ended up winning the game. I was a happy human. She's my, she's my hope and pick to win the entire bracket, so, Yeah. Well, I'm going to sign off for the night. I do apologize for being late. I will admit to you why I was late. I got distracted playing Trivia Crack. <laughs> but I'm I'm going to sign off so I can get this out and all of that kind of awesomeness. So I'm going to say, as I do every day, good night. Thank you for tuning in. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production.